You're now listening to the Open Africa podcast with Laulu, Nosa, and Furo. On this episode of the Open Africa podcast, we will be discussing laser pay and AO and some other gist in the industry in general. Hi, Laulu. Hi, Nosa. Let's get into it. Hello. So, who started that let's get into it thing? Because I feel like I see it on like every TikTok. Are you serious? Like when people are talking. I and think, now you've brought it to Open Africa. I think I watched too many TikTok videos. I had to delete the app, to be fair. I can't delete the app. I had to delete the app. Because I, I just... I, I can I, do like two hours on TikTok. Yeah. Interestingly, I, I haven't gotten into TikTok. I start... I never have an account. I have it. I have an account. They let you view. They let you watch videos an without an account. Maybe that's a startup idea. <laughs> to get people hooked. Don't beg for sign up. Financial yeah. services are being okay, why see. No, two I hours. didn't say financial <laughs> services though. <laughs> two hours before two hours before bed. Like I say, oh I'm going to and sleep. And two hours after like, waking up in the morning. Yeah, I'll be like, okay, I just want to sleep. And let me just check TikTok and see what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I'll be there like one AM. You're still there. <laughs> I'm still on TikTok. Yeah. Is it problem? I did tell the app. I deleted it on all my. F- Do you know sometimes I've paused movies so I can just check something on TikTok? Wow. I assume we were supposed to talk about laser pay. Yes, we were. Okay. So that was a side. There's side. no, it's a good segue because TikTok is a Gen Z app and laser pay is a Gen Z founder. It feels <laughs> like you are reaching just a smidge. I feel like <laughs> just a smidge of this demographic that likes TikTok as well. Anyways, laser pay. I guess there's been lots of con- so laser pay. I guess for anybody that lives under a rock. Um, they have been dealing they have basically shut down business right yeah um and what does laser pay do who wants to walk us through crypto infrastructure retail is not retail crypto it was so people it was like pay stuff for crypto you could accept crypto from when i say it like that (laughs) (laughs) no way let's not get into it basically pay stuff for crypto i wish you guys could see this something like that Um, So enabling merchants collect payments and receive payments. Um, I say collect and receive. Uh, B2B crypto. I'm tired. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, now there's been some, a lot of controversy around. So first, I think after they announced that they were winding down business, the founder was a bit close-lipped about doing interviews and interacting with the media. And there was a lot of... There are a lot of de- there's a lot of debate about it. Some people felt like he should come out and speak up and man up. And some people thought that it was okay that he was processing it the way he was processing it, sort of without addressing the general public. I and mean, what's it called? So he put like a screenshot of some reporter mm-hmm. that did a that was asking, reaching out to him for comment, mm-hmm. and he was basically, "Oh, I don't want to talk, blah blah blah, I'll mm-hmm. talk a long time." He's actually talked to him sometimes. There's one podcast he did with one babe he, with them, um, the flip. He did with the flip, yeah. But I haven't listened to it yet. Well, apparently he's, he talks about what happened mm-hmm. but either way he didn't want to talk to this guy and it was like a whole thing about how oh he's immature blah 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 but i think what everybody's forgetting is that he's a 21 year old mm-hmm. might be a 21 year old founder but he's a 21 year old and thinks like a 21 year old and i remember being a 21 year old and i feel like that's the kind of reaction i could have had to certain things and i mean we see the, we see them fight on the internet every day where they are sharing screenshots of their private conversation. This is standard behavior for twenty one year olds. <laughs> yeah, so I I I'm, the thing is like ultimately, 
um, founders, in reality, they don't owe, they owe their customers an explanation and beyond their direct customers, they don't owe the general ecosystem. I, that's my point of view anyways. Lusa, would you say that your reaction to this thing is because you genuinely like the laser pay guy? No, like I've actually. You, would, you, would you write for another random foolish 21 year old? Yes, I would. Like that boy that's doing airtime as money. Jesus Christ. I mean, I feel like that that's a that's I feel like that's a foolish business. But but I feel like young people should be allowed to explore foolish things. Yeah, explore, fail, learn, keep it moving. Now if that boy's business eventually doesn't work out, which event, which it will not work out because again, airtime is no money in this country. <laughs> it is drilled okay. into regulatory, it is airtime. But it's exciting to see him try. try. And it's exciting to see him try to push the agenda. Would you say that you are infantilizing the guy? Oh my God, no. A 21-year-old is a child. I mean... Not they, a child. Okay, it's not a child, but it's like a very young adult. Yeah. He's young. And then you have to understand, in terms of like work experience and all of that, you have to understand that there's a lot of context that you don't have at 21. That's yeah. just the reality. Yeah, and then you also then have to drill it down to the fact that these people are working in an under de- what do you call it in Africa under developing developing developing, developing market. Uh-huh. When I was twenty one, I was graduating undergrad. I didn't. I'd only worked as a research assistant in undergrad. Mm. That's my experience in employment as a twenty one year old. And oh, I did an internship. That's my experience as a twenty one year old. So you're telling me that if I built a company, then you would expect me to be. Jeff Bezos type mature. <laughs> I just, I mean, at, at 21, that's when I can legally drink. I just started legally drinking. In America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because I was going to say, in this place, they used to give five year olds <laughs> testing. <laughs> say, come and test. Now, was his response, like, if you're being very neutral and you move age out of it, no, it wasn't a mature thing to do. But again, this thing, there's like, there should be nuance. He is 21. And I remember when I was 21 on Twitter and I, 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 there was a, they were talking about one girl that stole somebody's power bank, Abichaja, and the other one accused her of, of doing cocaine. Now I see that girl and she's like a responsible member of society making art and everybody's hailing her. But I can never forget that she was once 21 and people were calling, calling her a charger thief or something or maybe a cocaine doer, one of them. Shall. But again, I just remember it is youth. It is youth. It is what happens in youth. I've seen, I see 21 year olds on TikTok. I see them doing dances. Whether, in fact, maybe they build something, they can build whatever. I still expect a 21 year old to behave like a 21 year old. Yeah. It's not infantilizing. I was once 21. If he was 30 doing the same thing, I'll be like, grow up. Now, the people that are behaving like our buyers are people who are with two in their 40s. In their 40s. Doing LinkedIn thread. Doing LinkedIn. (laughs) Doing passage on LinkedIn talking about how yes. he's poorly behaved. Excuse me, sir. Go and take care of your children. Please go and pay school fees. Drink some milk. Your joints are weak. Wow. Like you have buyers on the internet with kids and families. I mean, in your if I go through your recent pictures, I can see you and your two sons playing. Your two sons are almost in secondary school and you are here. Talking about oh he should be more mature blah 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 yeah. blah. So the only other way that he could have been expected to be better if he had like strong advisors, but the reality is that he had raised hundred k, and he raised hundred k from 
other startup ish founders that are you know so where would he have gotten the i don't know i feel like like musa said anyways i think expectations were too high in terms of how he should handle it and i don't think he handled it particularly badly he just didn't want to talk to you guys yeah. he just didn't want to talk to you guys he I just mean. didn't want and it's not and again another thing that i feel like people need to relax on is look the business that collapsed after he talks to his customers and talks to his investors this is not a publicly listed company yep it's not a it's not a bank yep he doesn't and it especially doesn't need to talk to your the, publication there's a certain entitlement and you know speaking of publication and there's one thing that the tech point founder and the editor in chief have been doing being very sly anti-startup whatever whatever very on that an undertone of oh I, I'm, I'm trying to be very measured politically thing, correct but it is it is very poor it is very in poor taste uh, even, even tech about does it like there's a there's this whole we're not in silicon valley we are still in lagos we are still you're still doing this whole tech media versus journal uh, versus journal I, Abby, I tech am, bros i avoid anybody in like the tech press space when we see, I'll greet you. But if anything happens and you're in my WhatsApp DMs, I'm not assuring you. I mean, I... I Till I, I see you again, I greet steadily, like we're friends again. I steadily ignore yeah. press, press request. Yeah. This is what it is. It's not my... Because when, when I was at Endeavor, and that whole thing happened with Flutterwave, a lot of them were reaching out. I'm like, what am I supposed to say? Do I yeah, like, like, you want gist? Like, <laughs> calm down. I'm not here to <laughs> give you gist. But again, I mean, it may be in a, in a structured country... Perhaps these things are different, but we're all in Lagos. We're all here together. So, and just going back to this laser pay thing and him being 21. Now, I don't in my day to day life hang out with 21 year olds. <laughs> if you did, I'd be worried. I don't like, think you can stand there's them. nothing that puts me in constant contact with 21 year olds out apart from Twitter. That, so, it's just to put things in context where I see these 40 plus people bashing him i cannot imagine me as a post 30 year old sitting down damn (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) sitting down outside with fellow olds and i'm talking about a 21 year old being immature oh and i think when when you put it in that context of would you have a real life conversation about this, do you just ex- it just amplifies how much of a one I buy a movie it is? <laughs> no, think about it now. Like, oh like, my Imagine, imagine your dad. Your dad came home, and your dad just sits down on the couch, <laughs> and he does what is equivalent of a LinkedIn post while talking to his friends, and the topic is a twenty-one-year-old <laughs> that said something somewhere. Can you imagine? I think maybe it's because we're on Twitter. It's like, oh, to all these fair, things at the level. Do you know, the funny of... thing is, like, when you now gave that example, it has a very Nigerian connotation to it. It's like, it's the most Nigerian Agbaya thing. <laughs> and it's because we really can't mind our business. Yeah. Like, this thing that you said is an actual thing that happens. Like, men and women in their 40s and 50s 
and it's the neighbor's daughter that that they are talking about. Her colored hair, yes. And exactly that they are talking about. about. And we call and we call when we see them doing. We say, look at this Akbar. Yeah, <laughs> that is our normal reaction. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know why it is so absurd so, to see someone doing on the internet so I mean, and say this is not Akbar. What you are saying is the LinkedIn is the LinkedIn version of of the behavior that we know and we castigate. Yeah, but anyways, I think we can move on from this. Did I just say what does castigate even mean? Jesus Don't Christ. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I, you know, it was funny. I wrote, my real home, I'm actually going to listen to this podcast because I, I thought I really want to learn the dynamics of it. Again, as Fury said about advisors, <laughs> we know who his advisors are. Please, no further comments. Thank you very much. Next episode. Yes. Say next episode. Or Actually, next I'm episode. not afraid. Say what you want to say. I'm I just clocked saying. that. I don't really send this one. I'm not saying it. <laughs> Call his advisors by name. I'm not calling anybody by name. Did their own business also enter? They too needed <laughs> advice. Someone that needs advice cannot be advising. That's what, that's what I'll put it at. Oh, man. Moving on swiftly, we saw that CBN listed a long list of people that they revoked their licenses for for different reasons. Some were just inactivity, some was failure to report um, according to their requirements etc etc and one of the notable names on is there, AO. yes so it was there i saw block block owns bankop bankop was there see dash that one that the founder lied about his numbers they also have a an mfb spectra spectra was there as well purple money too mm-hmm. purple money was actually very interesting because I thought this was a responsible business. Same. And and for context, before the CBN will revoke your license, they would have warned you. They would have been warning you on an ongoing basis. They would have written to you. They would have sent you email. They would have written to you like sheet and paper and sheet of paper letter printed hot from the printer. They would have served you. They would have come to your office. So for them to revoke your license yeah is um they speak bad i think yours was interesting because a couple of weeks ago their ceo did one video talking about how oh they they want to build a they want to give customers better service so they're pausing new signups on you think July you knew 1st. by that time probably yeah it's up, man. <laughs> probably yeah, it's up, yeah man. figured because the issues regarding transfers and it came out because again this is why when people say names is not an arm of cb and i always say you are foolish because why is it the first weapon of the CBN just, to yank you off nibs? They are influential and it's a way to strong arm you into behaving yourself. But do they do they yank off? Don't yank you from InterSwitch. Don't yank you from Intransact. Are yank they you? writing to InterSwitch for for weeks without response? Do yank See, you off of nibs? NIP instantly. Look, dealing Same with the regulator. Rubies. Move. Dealing with the regulator is hard, eh? But you can deal with the regulator and never have life-threatening issues for 120 years because they are always very clear on what it is that they want. They can find you here and there. Now everybody chops fine. There's a standard thing. In fact, you budget for it at the start of the year. You budget for the fines that you get. But by and large, you will get by because their rules are very clear. This one, though, I don't know. I don't know what Purple Money did. I really want to hear. Ewo is a bit more... 
It's a bit more straightforward. I'm not surprised. And I feel bad that I'm not surprised. But it has been a very wild year for them. I'm surprised and not surprised at the same time. Again, like, what's it called? You know me, I always keep track of my ops on the internet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and unfortunately, they're one of my ops. <laughs> because, I, again, this is why I, I hate fintech marketing people because they're always intentionally organizing. And anytime I have either card problem or what's it called, you see them, oh, we don't have failure. Oh, leave, by the way, leave the bank that has failure, see, and I'll just be there waiting for you to for your own down. You see, on this failure out. thing, eh, my bank does not used to fail. I just need all of you to know that all of us were in the same boat together, and it's turn by turn. And you know, is the way it's turn by turn, eh, you will not believe it. You know what's it called? Um, that's how Tech about did that article about why don't banks use cloud? Then, like two days later. <laughs> Carbon is knocked out for like three days because of cloud. It's even a there's even a gap there because if you know if you're in the industry, you know that by regulation, banks cannot house the architecture in the cloud unless if that thing changes tomorrow. You have to be on prem. You, you have, have to be able to you point can, you to can, your thing. Yeah, you, you can, can have certain you can services. Certain services that are not you essential. Can have certain services on the cloud. But even that one, self, when they come and ask you, you will show them your on-prem equivalent. It may not be doing anything, no. but, is, yeah, but yeah, you must have it on-prem. You think this market is for the faint-hearted? It is not. Or you okay. think people don't, you think you are the only one that knows AWS? No, or no, GCP, what's it called? Or Azure. Azure. Why don't, they, the why don't they use cloud? Oh uh, my God. Cloud, cloud infrastructure. The banks are struggling because... They, they don't use cloud so 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 the thing for me is again down to like reporting i mean i'm not trying to shave anybody but like when you're making these comments go and read regulation do you get what i mean like read like no the no they read they read regulation and they were like and oh that the cbn doesn't say anything blah 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 that you can use cloud and mm-hmm. in my mind is like anybody that has not been audited i don't want to hear anything about regulation from you i feel like if you have been audited once yeah, just I- do one audit even the casual careless statements in an audit you can spend the next two hours explaining it and i as a veteran auditor i mean i can say that i've done i've, I've done one four four partially one at stambic and for my my full career i can tell you that yes if you have if you have been in an audit and they have asked you certain questions and you had to different certain things and you're on the hot seat your perspective on many things will change. Of, will change. So again, back to fintech marketing and my ops. When when you when you start, people make all this like careless marketing, can you come, can you come? I'm always just them. Okay, okay. When the day comes, we'll see in front. <laughs> so this this is particularly it's very interesting. Cause didn't they have that issue where you were not paying salary, but you were paying half salary or quarter salary? Yeah. Yeah, they had salary issues. And look, if you look back at it, it was history. Before even the N-Power thing, my first experience with Softcom, which is like the parent company, company, was from my time in CU, where somehow they got the contract to deploy... They're, they're CU boys now, aren't they? Yeah, but they got a contract with the school to deploy tablets, I think, and a learning platform or something like that. And... Not me. Word on the streets is that, yeah, this thing didn't really pop like that. 
the next I heard of them was that they were doing these empower trader money, See, all these government contracts. To switch from government contracts to real to retail <laughs> business. Tears. Then they started doing um, B two B at some point. They had the MFB that was doing like um, brick and mortar financial services in I think Obalin Day or somewhere like that. And then all of a sudden, next time here, because they had this um, event where they had a ton of products points for the market, quick sell, POS terminals, accounting tools, also, just a bunch of stuff. And it looked really exciting. Next, I will hear is that they are focusing squarely on B2C. And Nosa is here. He's a veteran B2C guy. Will you recommend? If I can do this thing, if I can, if I can just start up again. I'll never do B2C. In fact, I will even do startup. I'll do employment. B2C <laughs> is probably the most useless of all the route to market you can have. B2C in Nigeria is in the Nigeria worst. is the worst. It is a difficult place. And if you are doing financial services in B2C, you are dealing with a very saturated market where your competitor has the exact same products as you calling the same APIs from the same service providers, the same everything, only the color and your app I want, I want is to, different. I want to tell your, you, oh, these people never fail. Your user journey, all of us at this point, maybe only the banks because CBM won't let them do some things. But everybody has everybody the same, has the same journey. journey. It's the same. You see, the, the only the mode that you have is, is your maybe your UX. But yes. that's, stupid that's that. I mean, and your brand, like, yeah, and your branding. But, on the, on the, on the but because you're all buying airtime, but not everybody's and, airtime flow is the same. And, and by the way, maybe, maybe you it will guess the amount you want to yes. buy first. <laughs> so people, and by it the way, your number. if you launch a new product today, before the end of the week, uh, your competition your has will have shipped it. <laughs> Because he too, he has had the same idea since two years ago. By next week, Carbon has shipped their own too. Because everybody has the same ideas. B2C is hard. So when they took that decision to focus on B2C and then maybe they couldn't get government contracts anymore and they didn't really press on with the B2B like that. What I now started hearing from them or the gist around them is that they have a bloated workforce for all the many things that they were trying to do but yeah. none of it was particularly a money spinner because you can use one product the success of one product to offset to fund. yes to fund others and just be pushing it until that's that how used to do that you know but <laughs> bank was not a successful product <laughs> retail bank for was a not a successful time. product for yeah. the longest time like if you look at the imagine that, annual reports imagine that b2c again everybody's like everybody doing b2c in this market provided it's not flour and biscuits that you are selling so yeah you will see shaggy i've worked my entire career in b2c my first job in nigeria was nyc and i worked at dstv and i remember walking into i was going to meet someone because i worked with like online and I went to like the main office because I was going to see, see one of my friends there. And I just saw a customer like blasting this babe, like one of the babes that was like, sells you this thing. And I was like, ah, why is this guy vexing like this now? What is so, what is so, why is he so enraged? 
the guys i think the, those you know those entry level plans mm. yeah <laughs> maybe he paid that they didn't More enter TV. it was like one six and in my mind i was like this guy has caused this is the attention he has commanded for bro. one six like even then me as a copper i was like i can pay this guy's tstv let him go now when i started as a graduate trainer and we'll come back to your war in a bit when I started as a graduate trainee, I had a stint in the branch. I had one guy who came in ready to fight on a 16 Naira debit. 16 Naira. The guy came in, walked straight. Me, me graduate trainee, they didn't really know ginger. what to do with me. <laughs> no, it's not even ginger. They, they just didn't know what to do with me. So I was just sitting down somewhere in the branch looking respectable. And the guy walked up to me and he was like, you people tell me what this debit is for is you tell see, me what this debit see, is for today see, see this is how you are stealing our money whether i'm closing my account or not my brethren it was a credit it was interest credit on his savings account not even debit not even a debit on his account you know, and he came in ready to fight all of us you know one it thing i like ghetto i liked about yinkasani back then was if a customer was had us too much he literally told them to close the account and give him his money. I, 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 I need because I, I, I've never seen it happen, but people have told me that sometimes, yeah. like, if someone is being too ridiculous, he'll just say, Close the account, we don't want to do business with you. Yeah, you should go to another bank. You should be able to decide that as a business, to be yes. Honest. But the problem is that if you are doing that for everybody that is being ridiculous, you will not have two customers. No, at no, the no, end no. Of but the, the thing day. is that there, there's ridiculous and there's ridiculous. slightly yeah. exaggerating, yeah. but you get my point. There's ridiculous the point, <laughs> the broader point is that look here, B2C is the ghetto. See, so occasionally, I mean, I still do customer service stuff for Kuda like once in a while, uh, because I mean, sometimes I'm bored. Sometimes this like get customer insights, but I remember there was like there was this one guy that I was talking to and I was trying to help, and he forgot his password, mm-hmm. like not his Kuda password, password to his Gmail, so huh. he wasn't getting the password reset because he couldn't access his Gmail, and he was so upset, and he kept saying that I'm, this is how I want to rob him, and my man I was like. It's your Gmail, man. It's Google. It's not me. <laughs> I think it's one. It's just one of those things. I just like you know what. I really don't need to be doing customer service, so I just assigned the ticket to like one of some some customer service, and I closed it. I was like, look, this is not, this my, not my job. How am I doing this? No, but it's like B two C is it's crazy. It's insane. It's crazy. So I feel like if they had the path to chase B two B, right, and deal with businesses, you know, deploy terminals um do small processing if you can raise get some license do processing because they have a payment processing license something like that if i remember correctly they have yeah. a payment license like just chase b2b and leave this b2c bit can i just say something though as hard as b2c is b2b2 has its own madness and me i'm speaking from working in b2b <laughs> i agree for but revenue per business Yes, as sweet as that revenue per business is, you suffer. When they but decide they can to pay your salary. Business, but when they decide to move that business, you understand that. Uh, look, look, for <laughs> it's easier to beg. It's I guess I can go but to someone's office and beg. B two B conversations someone, are very often value driven. So I understand. So the thing I don't mind like begging B two B like for businesses. I, that's, I beg every day. That's my that's my day to day life, right? So the <laughs> thing is that. 
the difference the difference for me between b2b and b2c is that b2b by the time you sign the contract you're a lot more entrenched in their business your goal is to get as deep into their business as possible so that the day they want to switch they have to think a number yeah. of times you concession the hell out of yourself yeah, that the switching cost is, is high high but you are still eating because you are doing volumes yeah with them. if you're not deeply entrenched and you're in the same boats as b2c because they can decide one day just off traffic yeah i hear you but even the marketing is different very different like, yes i agree the ads the things you need to do is different your b2b it's What's it called? Uh, computer village and dance. I'm not hmm? dancing. You don't have to computer dance. Village, <laughs> you don't have to dance. I'm not, I don't even know where computer village is. Please. This is a good thing. <laughs> Please. But yeah, so they took that decision and they still had the bloated workforce from chasing multiple things. And by the time I started hearing about this, it was just a few months before um, we started hearing that oh, they, had, they couldn't pay salaries and whatnot. Sorry to cut you, cut into your shit, but a thing that has been playing in my mind a lot recently in this new landscape with all these layoffs and all of that is this whole thing about startups getting excited and just having an overbloated workforce. Why does everybody keep falling into that trap? Because at the end of the day, when money is tight, they realize who the essential staff are and then they trim the fact. So why don't you just operate with that? Well, Furo, it's you that explained this thing to me now. That when way. you raise. And you've told your investor that you are going to do something. Is <laughs> <laughs> you on this podcast? I explained it. No. I didn't know before. It's you. No. No, so you can't be asking. No, no, no. But the thing is, like, now that I'm looking at it, I, I understand that you told your investors X, Y, Z. But again, I feel like investors should understand they're trying to preserve that capital. Right? For so imagine, that pressure. imagine if we were the owners of Kuda eh, and we told investor that for our next trick, we'll start them. Um, Financing entertainers and skit makers. Yes, now do the. We will hire the credits guys. Now we'll hire the entertainment focused relationship Vision. managers. We'll hire plenty of them. We'll go and look for ex managers. Sign them up as brand ambassadors. I want is not we'll working. Spend that money. I want is not working. Now I like really need to give. I mean, let's go back to basics. <laughs> Let's that's when we start doing medium posts for the next year we are focusing on the basics <laughs> no, and optimizing for value delivery working on our core products the, the thing drives me crazy I, I think for me right now just looking at it I think like sometimes I understand why the older businesses are not so quick to jump on trends and then when they're so like okay so like look at the standard IBTC right when they wanted to do their digital transformation journey they carry six of us and put us in a room in a company of what five thousand six thousand at the time they tasked six people to do digital transformation they didn't go and hire 50 people they Whoa. didn't put ed they didn't put it was two graduate trainees <laughs> That's what I was about to say. they used cheap labor yes <laughs> it was two graduate trainees and they not put they just put one organ so that the organ can talk to another organ but you know the funny thing if it was a startup doing that they would first hire the yoga from Facebook, uh-huh. from Meta. Uh-huh. Then they will find one person that has been making noise on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and doing and sewing thread on Twitter. Uh-huh. Then they will now hire that person. They will be paying them in USD, but they will be generating their uh-huh. revenues in Naira. Uh-huh. Exchange rate risk will now be finishing them every month. But the way we started this time because it was two graduate trainees. They one or guy. They were now begging developer to just help us do this one. Just do this line See, for us, guys, developers in IT. Guys, mm-hmm. and like we've said multiple times on this podcast, because sometimes it almost feels like 
we are redacted riding banks but those guys have hacked doing business in this country but, but you know it's because they've hacked it. it's because they have years of experience like they've built that muscle and they understand but you can learn from them now. No, sir, your own so, guys wait, no, now. No, no, I'll tell you. I'll your tell own you guys something. are ex-bankers wait, now, no, and it shows. And I'll, t- I'll tell you something. Mm. It's the same thing we talked about laser pay about and founders. Mm. For some reason, we just think founders are special. Starting a business does not make you special. Please uh, say it louder for people at the back because like, that thing. Anyways. We just think founders are special, mm-hmm. and because. We and it's very hard for us to reconcile that founders can do stupid things like over hiring because they're overexcited. And most of these founders are young, yeah. Most of these founders, well, it's not like even older founders are doing nothing. I mean, okay, but think about it now. Most of the guys, it's not as if it's a former ED that had to manage piano. Mm. Like, how many founders? Started a, started a business after having PL responsibility, mm. after having direct reports. You never, you rarely find, no, like, yeah, you rarely find that. It's usually, it's someone that was doing, was like an employee. Was it, de- they're was mostly developers. Developer. He was an IC and decided to strike out and do his own thing. <laughs> then, or maybe someone that worked for someone that was an IC, mm-hmm. then goes and starts his own thing. But you never see people who actually like went through the ladder and see been through like different phases and had to manage i think so, that those people yeah. have seen shaggy and they know that and legacy legacy companies are startups that made it past that death that death goal exactly they made it past it so they took all those learnings and scaled with it and, and they've embedded it in their yeah. culture like I, they might have plateaued now but their fundamentals are very they're, strong they're stable. because the way they are built is that even an idiot as not, CEO, as the CEO will not will not tank this company. There's yeah. so many checks and balances in place, right? <laughs> I mean, some CEOs. I, I mean, I did my hand like this. I, that, that's I, yeah, there's some CEOs. Some I mean, CEOs. if not, there would have been a sparkling bank still with us. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but again, <laughs> it's not, so not everybody's a gem. I just want to say to my employer, in case you are listening, that this is a three-man podcast, <laughs> and I cannot always control. The things that we hear. No, but but back to it is that there's a there are rules and processes that have been tried and tested and modified year after year. Like these are process driven entities. They are not people driven entities. Lots of startups are people driven entities. Yeah. And you might lock out and find the right people. You know, this is a conversation I actually had recently because I think that making that transition from a standing to endeavor to smile i've been mentally struggling with just that change in terms of like how i work and type of work that i'm doing and the scope of work that i'm doing and i had a conversation with a colleague and he was like we need to understand that in a bank or in a big organization you're how do i put it in a big organization you're playing you you have you have a very to, focused role you're playing you're playing a focused role but then you have room to do more if you choose to apply yourself right when a startup you're needed for one role and that one role evolves fully around you do you get what i mean like yeah. it's like if you're out of the company you have to give the company enough time to recruit and fill up that role before you leave. before you but in a 
big organization if it's you not, today, it's not an issue the, 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 like, things will continue running till whenever they feel like replacing you I mean, you like, I mean when I left when I left Stambik I was like these guys will fail without me they didn't fail they are still there <laughs> <laughs> I mean it still it still exists mm-hmm. the department is still there mm-hmm. nobody died mm-hmm. I left my guy left developer left mm-hmm. in fact all of us that started that team have left. <laughs> we are not there. But the team gen two have all the gen, second gen have left. The team still exists. Yeah. Because it's not a people thing. I remember the first time I wanted to go and leave Akuda, like December twenty nineteen. And I told uh, I told my boss, I was like, Hey, I want to I eating festivals coming out to go blah blah blah. And he's like, Look, I'm not going to lie to you. If you leave who's going to do to work? <laughs> Uh, look, I was like, you have a point. <laughs> it means the work will pause <laughs> until <laughs> January. <laughs> and I when I come back, it's not built like that. Mm-hmm. Like, So, when you are people driven, there's not enough. Um, there's no room for error. There's not enough. Like, over hiring. Yeah. You can't over hire in a GTO standing because the decision on headcount is like now they are making. For next next year. year's decision. Yeah. They're having meetings and strategy sessions now. It's not like guys that are having their strategy session in January, February. The calendar that they will share for customers for 2024 is ready. Mm-hmm. In banks. Like, up today. Mm-hmm. This is me. It's ready. It's, the the strategy the slogan for next year. So next year they have decided it. <laughs> they've now. decided it. Like this is what the execs are doing. They are preparing for next year. So that next year is on autopilot. Yeah. And they have, they have enough room because you have the you have the executors, then you have middle management, and you have the executives. Between the middle management and the executors, they are doing the day-to-day. They are doing the day-to-day. Executive day-to-day. management is planning the future. It's planning the future. So in a place like that, these guys are not going to hire 50, 20 departments next down year. the line. Because they already agreed like budgets. Mm-hmm. Like even hiring, I, if you wanted to break budget that was set like mid year, you have to go all the way to. We used to write. We used to write justifications. Yeah. Justifications for me to spend like fifty k over budget. Yeah. It's like oh, just and we have to explain it to to go up level. CEO will have to sign, sign. that. Yes, I agree. It's not this just you. Your girl sign. Your girl sign. Your girl girl sign. Then <laughs> before it's reach the CEO. Just. In content, maybe not fifty thousand naira, sure, but the the point stands <laughs> <laughs> because these people, <laughs> these people, <laughs> they are dangerous people. <laughs> how, can, how can you say the CEO signs for fifty k over budget? No, no, no. Like, no the, the first it's, it's, year is extra first, budget here. Yeah, approval, the first right? year. No, you can expense that thing now. You just no, expense no, no. it. It depends on your. Well, it depends on the spend. Too. And, and yeah. it depends on what it is. Yeah, like, and it depends and if on it's what like fifty k for food. That's yeah, a different. Yeah, you can expense it. You just log on. If I say it's fifty k <laughs> to hire social media influencer, <laughs> that's and it wasn't in the headcount. And it wasn't in the headcount. <laughs> Yes, I think we flogged this topic enough. Yeah, but yeah, it always a is a sorry sorry story. Um, because I know they they've had a lot of great people come through. One of my favorite product managers that I've ever hired came from Ayo. Yeah, they've had they have really wonderful people. Um, that have many many of whom have left, mm-hmm. and I can imagine that many. I don't. Just I heard is that they don't have iOS developer anymore. But the thing is, like, having said all this. It'll be interesting to see if they can bounce back because CBN revoking your license is not the end of the road, is it? 
Ah. Is it the so let me just let you know now that <laughs> have you seen rubies? Where's rubies now? <laughs> if the C and if the CBN revokes your license and you are part of executive management in that organization, just know that you may never be able to get another license as an exec. If you are if you work for a financial service organization, you can't go from general know. staff to middle management to senior management. They will never approve. That's what I was about to say. They will never approve. Because whenever I think I think what most we don't know, if you are senior management, yeah, in any company, CBN like officially senior management in any bank, yeah, even microfinance bank, CBN must approve. CBN has to approve it. Yeah. You might have my you might have senior management type title in your thing, but if it's not CBN approved, you're not. It's not on the KDA that that KDA system that the CBN runs for everybody. So you can't go to senior management if they don't approve it. If CBN sack and CBN can sack senior management. Correct. And if CBN sacks you as senior management because they felt like you've done a terrible job managing the bank that they trusted you with. They will never approve you to be senior management somewhere else. If you seek a license as a managing director of the company, they will never hire you. If the company is slick and they use somebody else as managing director to apply for the license and they grant that person the license, when they want to hand over to you, they need to write to the CBN and it's at that point that you will meet them again. So the thing for me is like, ultimately, financial services is not a joke. Like I think people think because we deal with everybody needs financial services daily i think people think that solving the problems there are a joke but it's not a joke um yeah. sometimes i feel like you're better off just going to go and sell rice because nobody's checking on you Bro, <laughs> that building that you bought to do your microfinance uh, thing, just turn it into two sets of three bedroom like, apartments i think it's because and it's because it fintechs have been raising money recently and mm. it's all oh fintech is like the sexy industry and people just think you can see a walk in the park it's not really a walk in the park mm. do you know there's an idea i've been mulling on i've been mulling over it and it has to do with like, i need like a credit bureau license to run it guess the capital requirements for credit bureau license 500 million naira. <laughs> i was so confused because i went to go and check like hmm. How much do you really need for this thing? Mm. In my mind, I was like, maybe 50M, like 500M. And guess what? If you do a horrible job with that one too, they can sack you. This industry is not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> it's nice and shiny when everything is going well, but on the ground, you are dealing with forces that are way more powerful than you. In any case, I think this is the end of this episode. Yes. Not sure we covered everything I wanted to cover. In a next episode. No, next episode. Next episode. We'll Sooner than you think. Sooner than you think. Peace. Thank you for listening. Peace.